Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 971 FM Talk. On Demand Audio. Kim on a whim. There is this bill that has been proposed in the state of Tennessee that would require what they say is age-appropriate gun safety training for students. It passed a House subcommittee. And now it moves to the full house for a vote, which it looks like they're going to take that up tomorrow. And it's really interesting the way that they're going to do this. Um, There's specific things that they that, of course, they want to teach. And they're saying that live ammunition, like any any of that would not be included in these guns. But but listen to this story. This is a, a TV station out of Memphis talking about this. According to the bill, students would be taught safe storage, school safety, how to avoid getting hurt and what to do if they find a gun. Several details, though, still remain to be determined, including who will teach these classes and what grades will take them. And while instructor Dugan supports teaching kids how to safely handle a firearm, he says this will only fix part of the issues facing cities like Memphis. Would it stop violent criminals from acting violently? Probably not. Dugan also thinks when the state decides on the curriculum for the classes, they need to talk to professional instructors. Because as it stands right now, all of these classes would be taught with video. And there are lots of ways you can do that safely with uh, inert firearms, with things that look like firearms, are designed to be handled like firearms. But watching a video, I don't think will have much value. I think it's like teaching someone how to swim by talking about it. I agree with the firearms instructor you just heard right there. I don't necessarily knock the efforts. Like I, I don't think the idea behind the bill is bad per se. I don't think this is going to stop a criminal because what they're not talking about there is that the that the shooters are typically mentally ill. So it doesn't matter if you know how to handle a gun. If you're mentally ill, that's not going to stop them. However, I'm not against necessarily kids understanding safe storage and things like that. Um, so I think this is very interesting to see how this is going to go. Um, they're supposedly saying that the way that they're going to go about this is like politically neutral, that supposedly they're not they're not allowed to take any sort of a stance when they're teaching this class. And there's another article that says that the bill does not allow parents to opt their kids out of this training, which I also <laughs> find very interesting. So I just to make sure I understand this, I listened to the bite there. The the point the point here is to is not it's not about reducing gun violence right that's not why they claim they're doing it to educate children about guns is that right uh, yeah essentially i'm sure that they think that some that, i mean that's what you have to question i'm sure in some way they think that this will decrease I, gun I violence which which i would disagree with i don't think it's going to decrease gun no. violence but 
I don't think it's a bad thing for a kid to handle a firearm. Again, it's not going to be like loaded or anything. So I don't think that's a bad thing. They're saying that they this one article claims it could be as early as pre-K. I, they're not going to have a, a preschooler or a kindergartner handling one so, of these, trying to figure this out. But they say, so required training, safe storage of firearms, safety relating to firearms, how to avoid injury if a student finds a firearm. They're teaching them never touch that, a found firearm and to immediately notify an adult of the location of the found firearm. This is a, this is a key and valuable program. Um, I don't know if you remember this, Kim, but one of the oldest programs in the country was a program started by the NRA called Eddie the Eagle. And this took a huge amount of controversy, I don't know, 20 years ago when some liberal anti-gun group claimed it was wrong to use a commercial because, you know, Eddie is a an eagle. Uh, it was wrong to use a commercial to teach kids about gun safety because it makes them it might make them more attracted to guns. This is the this is the left wing argument on this because of the eagle education about guns is key. And it's what's missing in America today when I and I've, I've told this story so often people that listen to the show probably know it. All right. I'm going to tell it again. When I grew up and I would go to. The, to the farms of the many aunts and uncles that I had who owned property and farmed, when you walked in the door to the kitchen, I can specifically think of my Uncle Mib's house. When you walked into the door of the kitchen, behind the door propped up was either a rifle or usually a shotgun right there. It was loaded because if something got in the chicken coop at night, it was my uncle who was grabbing the gun and running out the door to deal with the problem. And from an early age, at the threat of a belt on my rear end, I was taught you don't go near that. You don't touch that. That's a loaded gun. Kids kids don't get that training these days. So, so then we hear all of these tragic stories all around the country of a young kid finding a gun and pointing it at a sibling and shooting them yep. because they're not getting any education about guns at all. Mike's son was in the Hinges shooting program down at the Hinges shooting range here in the trap shooting program. And uh, th- there were kids seven, eight, nine years old. I-, I may be wrong about the lowest age, but I know that there were 10 and 11-year-olds shooting. There were some younger than that. And it was safety first. That's what they were taught. It you, The gun's not loaded till it's pointed down range. I mean, it, it was all about safety. Most kids these days don't get that. If you, if you can have... Um, dare programs in school why wouldn't it be okay to have something like this in schools and the fact that they're doing it via video they can't be accused of bringing guns into the classroom they're not or anything real. They're, silly they're, they're like saying that. they're not real guns oh what, they would look like guns right so you, you, you know. could bring a, a you know a, a, a plenty of training looking guns right they said it would feel like a gun and sure. everything but it's not going to be an actual no, gun i think it, and the other problem i have is that one reason there's such a Phobia and and generations of people who've now grown up afraid of guns is because they've never been around them. Well, I think that the the really the only thing that this is going to make a difference with would be those really sad cases where you're right, the the four year old finds a gun at home and it's not safely stored, and then they end up shooting their sibling or whatever or themselves. I don't think this is going to stop, say, a school shooting, because, again, this goes back to 
think about the Covenant School in Tennessee no. in Nashville. This is a, a mentally deranged person who had it out, was was calling them white crack. I mean, calling all sorts of names these people. Definitely had a motive to go in there and shoot people. So I don't think this is going to prevent those big shootings, but I do think this could help. So I think this is this is good. It's just I, I don't know what their goal is here. Is their goal to stop the school shootings? Because, again, no, I don't th- this I don't is think, not going to do it. I don't but, think so. The Democrats don't like this, which means it must be good. Well, you the, the, yes, but Re- some some of the Democrats in Tennessee went against their party line and they did vote for this. Yeah, but they did so. because some of them are common sense, blue collar Democrats who probably grew up on a farm somewhere in Tennessee and they understand how silly this anti-gun movement is in this country. And, and what it's ultimately led to is parents who are ignorant now passing that ignorance down to their children who go on and do silly TikTok videos about how guns are bad. Guns are not bad, and kids need to learn that at an early age. They're a tool, just like a hammer. If you start swinging hammers at your friend's head, there's going to be a bad result. You have to teach kids right and wrong at an early age. I think you should bring in a firearms instructor. I don't think you should just have a video. That's what the firearms instructor was saying. He's like, this is like trying to teach a kid how to swim by having them watch a video. You need to to hold it and do it. and Maybe, but I don't think you're teaching kids shooting skills at age no you're not doing like target practice you're you're educating them on what you need to understand about this item whether it's a knife or a hammer or a car if you misuse it somebody could get hurt and i think that's a valuable message for young kids it'll be interesting to see where this goes even if it's an eddie the eagle a video they're watching when they're in elementary school. By the time they get to middle school, then maybe you bring in the NRA instructor and you talk to them about it. I think that's great. I wonder if this anything like this would be brought up here in Missouri or <laughs> Illinois. I doubt Illinois that it would pass in Illinois. Yeah, Tennessee probably has a better chance. So, it, by the way, it says it was placed on the regular calendar on two twenty nine, which will be tomorrow. Yeah. I'm just can tracking I, the bill right now. Can I can I blow your mind here for a minute? I'm ready. When I was in sixth. Seventh grade in in Middletown, Ohio, in my middle school. It was a middle school then, so sixth, seventh, and eighth. When I was in seventh grade, we had to do a a speech. It was it was, an, it was a class where they were teaching us to stand up and do public speaking. Yeah, you could pick whatever subject you wanted. At that point, my father had just inherited my my uncle, who was in World War II, had a P thirty eight Walther gun that he brought back from Germany when he came back from the war. You talked about that, huh? I said, can I can I bring this in for show and tell? Wait, what? Uh, Did they let the, you do it? The principal agreed to it. My mom delivered it to the school in a brown paper bag, uh, obviously unloaded, no magazine in it. Uh, and when it was time for the speech, we went to the principal's office. We got it, brought it to the classroom. I showed it to the class. I oh talked about gosh. the history of it. I passed it around and let kids look at it. I mean that's think, cool, but that would never fly think now. Of how oh my gosh. how far our society has fallen that today it would be outrageous parents, to think about doing something the, like the that. Kids, your classmates' parents would be up in arms. There would be news stories about that. But it's not because when I went to high school, kids and it was a, a it bordered a very rural area, lots of farmland close to where I went to school. People would pull up in my high school parking lot. With guns and racks in the back of their pickup truck. Yeah, and how far, again, how far we've come. Nobody ever thought anything about it. There were no school shootings. None of that happened back then. Where have we gone in society? Yeah. Uh, I mean, if I would have seen that when I was in high school in the 2000s, my mind would have, I mean, you just never (sighs) saw that. Yeah. Of course, you were were of a different political persuasion back then. I was. (laughs)
I was. You've come a long but, way, But baby. I did grow up with guns, you know? Like, my family's had guns. Like, I just, I've been around guns. I've shot guns. Yeah. Not like I lived on a farm and was going out no. and doing that. But, no. like, my parents have always made sure that I knew gun safety and all gun, that jazz. Gun education is good, and they should start kids when they're really young so they don't grow up ignorant like we've had generations of people now. Just my opinion. But, again, that's my opinion. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. <laughs> that and, and I don't see how things were wrong before. Things have gone wrong since then in, in the way I look at it. I don't know. Get more at 971talk.com. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.